Ministry Catalyst Podcast. www.worshipministrycatalyst.com. Worship Ministry Catalyst is a networking resource for all worship leaders and worship team members, serving as a catalyst to facilitate worship in the local church. David Lindner and Kevin Cruz. Can you see me at all if I'm like this? You're good. I'll just pretend like I can see your eyes. Hello, see, everyone. I can see you. Like, I can. <laughs> I can totally see you. But I feel I should like just like tape eyes to the back of the windscreen. I feel obligated to kind of peek out <laughs> every now and then. <laughs> I'm so comfortable right now. Yeah. <laughs> Nap time. Oh yeah. Doesn't that sound good? Well, hello. Oh, we're, <laughs> we're recording. <laughs> we, uh, but it wouldn't be our podcast if we didn't start off that way. Yeah, it's kind of us. With some random jabber. It's become kind of our stick. Blabber jabber. Blabber jabber. So, yeah, here we are, episode one hundred and nine. Wow. Worship ministry pod, worship ministry catalyst podcast, longest worship ministry podcast on the face of the planet. <laughs> <laughs> I love that distinction. Yeah. Um, worshipministrycatalyst.com you can follow us on twitter twitter.com slash wmcatalyst facebook.com slash worshipministrycatalyst and you can uh, send us an email today at worshipministrycatalyst.com or, or kevin at worshipministrycatalyst.com or you can leave us a voicemail at one Nine. <laughs> Dave is like holding up the numbers. That's a great thing about audio. You can't tell. <laughs> like if you had just slowed it down a little bit, I could have totally fed that to you. Yeah. And no one would have known. Yeah. And like, oh, he finally learned a phone number. <laughs> just like he finally got on Facebook. One of these days. Oh, man. Okay, I'm going to sit up. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> Yeah, so welcome to episode 109. 109. Last episode, we talked about uh, our change service schedule change, and yeah. we actually we actually build that whole thing as the times they are changing. Mm. Use that whole, use that phrase for yeah. Our, Is that Johnny Cash? No, that's uh, um, Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. Yeah. That was close. The time. They are trained. I shouldn't say close because they're really not that. But you know, I uh, his son's group was actually pretty good. Did you ever listen Wall to Wallflowers? Totally. Yeah, I love that one headlight. Uh, yeah, man, their B three player was man, something else. That ho- that whole album, like every song in that album, was yeah, good. It is. It is. That's that's probably one of my favorite. I bought a couple of other um, Wallflower albums, like uh, Red Letter Day. I think was one of them. Um, but man, that that uh, the one with the one headlight. I can't remember the title. Painted horses or something. Is that what it was? No, it was called One Headlight, wasn't it? Was it called One Headlight, the so. CD? Um, I can look. Okay. I thought it was called something different. Wallflowers. Anyway, but yeah, you're right. The whole CD was fantastic. And they had... Uh, three Marlenas. Or three yeah. Um, 
yeah, one, two, three, or something. What uh, what impressed me though, because at the time I bought the album, I was playing a lot of B three, like with Forgiven Much and at Crossroads, and so I was on the B three probably like, you know, I don't know, I probably played it three, four times a week on average, between practices and services, and no, you're right, bringing down the horse. Bringing down the horse. What I said, painting horse. Yeah, bringing down the horse. Something with horse. Yeah. But um, no. What uh, what I loved about the album, there it is. Just have a little background music while we're talking. Such a good groove, man. And here comes the B three. Oh, not yet. I missed it. It's kind of fading in real slow in the background. Here it comes. Wah! Yeah. Yeah, you know, so I was doing a lot of B3 when I was uh when I bought this album and uh you know the the guy who plays B3, I mean, it's not like he's, you know, the most skilled B3 player in the world, but I loved like how you just got good taste. Exactly. Yeah. It was like simple, it was elegant and like the the little settings like the stops he would use, you know. Mm-hmm. Um like it's just so Smooth I would I would actually yeah, yeah I would sit there I'd listen to it and I'd be on my B3 and I would like try to like figure out uh what kind of stops he was using to get that same sound you know mm-hmm. and uh yeah really yeah. good really good uh good CD yeah I don't even know how oh Bob Dylan Jacob Dylan right yeah yep but no so what I was gonna say uh, Johnny Cash uh because yeah Bob Dylan and Johnny Cash aren't necessarily the same <laughs> um <laughs> But I uh, I I finally saw that um, Walk the Line movie with Joaquin Phoenix, uh, mm-hmm. you know, as his portrayal of yeah. Johnny Cash, and uh, you know, I, mean, I don't know much about Johnny Cash's life and legacy because that obviously was before I was born. Right. Um, but no, it was kind of interesting. Just uh, you know, you you hear his music and you get like a you know you kind of get an idea of who he is, and obviously it's a movie, so it's not like I mean it's Hollywood, you know, but. You know, th- there's obviously some real themes about the movie and stuff, and I was actually fairly impressed with how Joaquin Phoenix. I know, did. yeah, how he like sang yeah. the songs, and Reese Witherspoon did it too. I love it was Johnny Cash. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like, yeah, dead, uh, deadpan, yeah. and uh, what he was nominated for an Oscar. Reese was too, and she won, which I thought was cool. Go Reese. Yeah, but. And then Ray, did you ever watch Ray? I did with uh, yeah. Jamie Foxx. Yeah, he got he his Oscar too. for that. Yeah, you know. So I guess the key is if you want to uh, have a serious chance of winning an yeah, Oscar, you want to win an Oscar, you got to portray like a dead uh, artist or something. <laughs> you know, um, or just any good, you know, any legend, music any legend. legend. Yeah, because know, that makes sense. You know, if it's a music legend, then and you do a good job at it. Well, and that's the key. Like, like if you're going to portray a music legend, you got to work really hard at being mm-hmm. spot on because uh, I think both Joaquin and Jamie uh, just nailed yeah. uh, like the mannerisms and the characteristics. And right. I'm not necessarily the voice. I mean, you know, because it's Joaquin's voice, which isn't Johnny Cash's voice. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, a lot like a lot of those mannerisms and, and some pretty similar sounds. So speaking of being on stage, yeah, um, a question I'm kind of you know I'm kind of wrestling with. Okay, so you saw my the keyboard thing I built, right? I did. Well, I, sweet. I basically unbuilt and rebuilt. But um, so one of the things I haven't ever liked about playing the piano 
is that you're usually off to the side. You're never like, and you're never pointed at the audience. You're never pointed at the congregation. And so the few times I've led guitar, I'm like, oh, this is kind of nice and different in the sense that I'm right up front. And the only real thing between me and the audience is this guitar. Mm -hmm. What do you think about, you know, like having something? Because even if, even if it's just because that thing I built is big. Yeah. But even if you just have a keyboard on a stand, you have a huge keyboard between you and the audience. Yeah. Do you think that matters? Do you think people care? Well, like, I guess I guess it depends on who you're <laughs> who you're asking. But I mean, the the way I see it, um, you know, I, I've uh, I've made a intentional shift of playing the keyboard more. Um, I mean, I used to maybe like once or twice a year I'd play keyboard. And, and now, you know, like last year, I I did it 17 times out of 52, um, and my goal is to do it 20 times this year. Cool. And the reason being, uh, just as you mentioned, I'm you know I'm back there in the corner, kind of. I, I mean, you know our stage setup, mm-hmm. but you know the piano is kind of angled off to the side of the. Yeah, you're you're far out, stage left. Yeah. Way out on stage left, yeah. and everything else is happening center stage. And, and you're the leader. Right. And, and so I just found like, you know, there's a little bit of a disconnect, which I think is a bummer. Um, and uh, one of those reasons why I'd like to learn guitar. Um, but playing keyboard for me, um, I think I think at that point, if you're up on stage up front and, and you're actually able to like engage and interact and, and there's more of a visible presence, I don't think it matters if you're playing guitar or if you're playing keyboard. You it know, matters that you're up front. Yeah, it, it matters that that there's more of this kind of like modeling, and you're there, and you're you're doing it. You know, so that's yeah. my thought. So I was just, I'm just curious because I've wondered that, and that comment has been made to me by other pastors. Like, you know, there's this big thing between you, this big piece of furniture between you and the congregation. But I've never actually had anyone in the congregation say, mm. you know. It's it's kind of, you know, unintimate when you're hidden back behind the piano. I've never had anyone say anything like that. It's always been like a pastor or a worship pastor mm-hmm. or in like a staff meeting, you know? You know, it's like, and so I don't know if, if people actually think that or if we just think that or if things like aren't going like we want them to go in the worship service. So we're looking for reasons. <laughs> Must be because he's... right. So but. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I do think though. Just for me personally, um, I feel way more connected. And just me personally, when I'm when I'm playing keyboard, um, like I, I feel, I feel like I'm I'm engaging more. I feel like I'm connecting more. Mm-hmm. Um, and part of it's my personality. Like you know, I, I um, you know, I can get emotional and you know, passionate and, and stuff. And so I, I think I wear that and. Uh, you know, it's hard to have that when you're sitting at a mm-hmm. piano kind of off stage left. So the other thing in the line of distractions, um, I would be much more comfortable if I didn't have to like come back to a microphone all yeah. the time. So I, and I, I've, you I've tried that for a thing. while using a headset, well, but then, well, for one, people make fun of you and like call you <laughs> Tim McGraw and Garth Brooks and like <laughs> Britney Spears and stuff like that, which I can get over that, except that if that's what they're thinking about, during worship instead of worship this distraction yeah then so then it's not worth it to me you know what i mean so because like i like to get you know into the music 
but then there's always that. Coming back. That's always awkward for me. Like if I close my eyes and I'm into the music when I'm not singing and then I come back. You're like, like, it's like where's that microphone? And you bang your teeth on I've done that where I like <laughs> I bash my, my teeth. teeth. Yeah. Or So for me, a lot of times I I get shocked. Do you ever get shocked by the microphone? Yeah, with your lips, like you'll yeah. touch it and get, yeah, get that little static Yeah, that's very distracting. <laughs> yeah. If you get a big shock right on your yeah. lips, right in the middle of a worship song. It's like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. You know, interesting. I'm actually the opposite way because I've had uh, people, including when when I first came to Laurelwood, I think the guy before me, Harold, uh, would use um, a, a countryman from time to time. Well, it's probably what I, because I used it there. I bought a headset that I used there. Okay, so maybe he got it from you. Harold came. Yeah. Yeah, and so so I was actually encouraged by um, by you know people who were com- familiar with Harold's style. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sound guys who were worth the Herald are like, oh, you got to try the Countryman thing. And I tried it. I just hated it, man. And, and you know, I, I so I actually have the opposite feeling. Like, for me, there's something really comforting about having that microphone there. And, and it's not even so much for me to hide behind. It's just, like, I, I feel so much more natural being able to, like, you know, just really get into something and to be able to like back away a little bit, you know, and then just be able to mm, dig that's in. That's true. You can't back away if it's on your face. Yeah, and plus, like, and I, if you're I do breathing. Yeah, that picks up yeah. all your breathing. And well, and I also do. I also do like coughing. lots of. I also do like lots of like cues and shout outs and stuff like to my band, you know. So so you know we're counting off. Where I'm I'm yelling at them. I'm not yelling. Sorry, but you know I'm I'm shouting out. Um, or or even like a lot of time just like during instrumentals, like I'll just kind of like. I'll just be singing to my own thing. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know, and I'm, and you know, I'll like back away because I'm just like, I'm just worshiping. I'm like, you know, and it's like if it's right there, mm-hmm. it becomes just like, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's true. So you shout out cues to the band, yeah, in the service. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not not always. Um, you know, uh, more more like when I'm on a, um. You know, more when I'm on like piano, and because when I'm on piano, I got like I got my bass player and my guitar player just like right next to me, and and, and then the drummers, you know, they're behind the shield, um, so I can usually like hit all three of them, you know, with with like either a, a quick look or a quick shout, you know, I'll be like take it up, you know, and we'll like go up a key or whatever, um, you know, or take it to the chorus, um, you know, so. Um, yeah, I you know I'll, I'll do little things like that. More more often than not, though, um, more often than not, like I'll 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 give my drummer a look, and I, I've worked with my drummers enough where like they can just read these little looks I give them, and it's great. You know, they just know exactly where I'm going, uh, which is kind of fun. Or or I'll like throw up a little symbol. I I got like all these little like cues and symbols that I, I throw at them. You know, like little stops and you know cut on two and. Um, you know these little signs like back it down, take it down, out, you know to the top chorus. See, I, I need to work on some of the. I need to work on some. I was, that's what I was just bringing up to show you. Um, one of our guitarists put this on our 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 worship ministries Facebook group page. Um, kind of poking fun at the group. So at your group? No, at this group. Oh. It's not my. It's not us. But it was at this. Um, this particular worship, um, where is it? Here we go. Um, I was like a student, like a youth ministry kind of a thing. Um, come on, go ahead. 
go there. Gotta find it. Okay, so Ramp Worship Band. Have you heard of Ramp Worship no, Band? No, I have not. So, so I, th- I think it's a little more charismatic. It's on YouTube. Beautiful the Blood Ramp Worship Band, if you want to see what we're talking about. First of all, the dude's sweating like a bitch. He's like yeah, he's like drenched in sweat. <laughs> so I sweat a lot during worship, but I mean, that's a lot. Okay, so he does some hand signals in here. All right. For his band. I like this guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're just really into it. Yeah. You guys sing the song? We do. Yeah, yeah. Except not this high. <laughs> How beautiful the blood. That's pretty high. On the chorus, yeah, I'm thinking. All right, do one of them. The reason I'm showing it is because the first time I saw it, it was distracting to me. I kind of like some of the stuff they did with the song. That right there. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah, he, he, he like, like a little... his head on the, by, like, little, the back boom, of his boom, head. boom, boom, boom. This means verse again. Yeah. Who does it again? It's coming up here. I'm like... Well, I think everyone's like worshiping. Yeah, and no so, one's paying attention. Yeah, I don't think anyone's but really at paying our church, attention. people would be paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> got to do that Pentecostal laugh and the singing thing. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, do it again. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely got that that Pentecostal. Yeah, they're still doing it. Here we go. Here we go. Come on. Come on. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. Victoria. Yeah, that's way high, man. Yeah. See, there, there he goes again. There we go. So I, I don't know what that means because he did. They did different things each time he did it. Yeah. Right. It's so, true. Yeah, the first time he went back to the verse. And yeah. then that time he went back to the uh, the turnaround. Yeah, so I'm like. So yeah, I've often thought, you know, I should use I should use hand signals. Yeah, I just use really basic ones. Like anytime we're breaking down, because I I do tons of breakdowns, like almost to the point where it's pretty predictable. I I have to be careful not to like become uh, too predictable. Uh, we're that, very predictable. We almost do almost all our stuff is almost like the recording. Yeah, well, you know, I, I mix I mix it up a lot, like with kind of my own personal flavor. But unfortunately, my own flavor is is uh, kind of the same. <laughs> um, so no, so I have to be careful not to have it be the same. But we, but, do, you know, Paul Blosh talks about using hand signals and mm-hmm. stuff. So I'll, I'll do like I'll, I'll throw up a fist, you know, like I'll I'll throw up the fist to my drummer, you know, just give him that little thing right there. And what does that mean? And, and that means we're breaking down. So so what I does cut, that mean? you know, so uh, so it's usually after the end of a chorus, right? Uh, like we're going into a Dynamically, bridge. Dynamically, you're going to bring it down. Yeah. So we're going into a bridge. So this is like let's say like cut and hold, you know. So this is like, 
like you hit the crashes and the kick and we hold um um or if i if i want to start bringing it down i'll, I'll just kind of it, it's hard it's because i can't show the podcast sorry yeah. let me try to explain <laughs> Uh, if I'm trying to if I'm trying to bring it down a little bit in, in intensity, you know, like like if we're gonna go down but we're not cutting all the way, maybe we're just down to like cymbals and some like bass, just bass and cymbals with a little bit of a pad, you know. So I'll I'll uh, I'll kind of take my hand and and uh, um, not point down, take like my whole hand and push it down like I'm pushing something down. Like you're going lower. Yeah, we're going lower. Lower, lower, yeah. lower, lower, lower. Yeah, lower, lower. Stomp Satan, lower. <laughs> Did you ever see that one? Back, no, no, I thought you were doing the uh, higher, 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 Yeah, it's higher, the, same, it's the higher, same thing. Higher, yeah. higher. Can you do higher, higher? And then higher, lower, higher. lower. Yeah. Lower, 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 lower. <laughs> Stomp Satan, lower. I, I never, I never got, we never did the Stomp Satan part for some reason. <laughs> I, I grew up, low, you know, you were, we were Westlands. I mean, yeah. So you're more, all about Stomp and Satan. Yeah, we we got to put Satan under. Get our him feet. down. Get him down. Yeah. But um, okay. So. So and kinda... then um, you know, for the drummer like cues that I'll use a lot, especially with I, I got a couple of really young drummers that are you know in high school. So tempo like if they're going too fast, I'll point my finger down. If they're going too slow, I'll point my finger up. Those are easy cues. Um, and then those are um, good ones. And then. Uh, uh, so let's see. We got the we got the the hold. You know the the cut and hold. We got the bring it down. So like so that's if because I'm still not clear on that one. Yeah. So like you're coming out of a bridge going into a course. So you do the you do the downbeat the big downbeat. So like, um, like on Hosanna the Paul Balash song. No, so that that would be like a straight cut. So okay. that I would actually give the beat that we cut on. So I'd either give a three or a okay. two or a four or a one. So so if if you if you see me like doing any of those that means we're actually cutting on beat three, you know. So we got um, uh, you know, coming out of that Hosanna song. Uh, uh, we see we find strength to be today, do today. Da 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 da. Or so, see that's not a that's not a straight cut. That's a wash. So that I would throw a fist up. Is a that, wash. Yeah, you know, like like where it's not like a straight cut. Like you're hitting snare. Like everyone lets it ring out. You know, Hosanna. You know, so it, it so like you call that a wash. Yeah, that's like a wash, right? So, so that like everyone's holding, like you don't you don't cut it. It's not just like a straight cut, but a song like um, uh, so a cut would mean you would choke. Anything yeah, like that's going like on. you pop it, right? Yeah. So, so like uh, Palm Sunday, we did "Here's Our King," David mm-hmm. Crowder, you know, classic song. Uh, you know, so so you have the ocean is rising, da da da. Uh, Which I should share with you. I never did. I actually wrote a third verse for that. Yeah, for Christmas. So like for did Christmas, like a, did like a Christmas verse, and we yeah. did that song at Christmas because here is our King, great song yeah, for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, so so we got uh, the tide is coming in, coming in, and we do we get we cut on three on that song. So we do do, do wait, what do we? No, cut on two. One, two, three, four. One, two. Here is our. So so I throw up the two. Okay. You know, so that means we all cut on two. We choke it. It's 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 silent. So like the measure before or right on two, you throw up we, the two. No, uh, right before two. So like the measure before. So, uh, so like da da ba da ba. Here is our king. Did you do that? The little yeah. I give I give a little. If only people could see me right now. A little. So so that's like a straight cut. Whereas the fist, if I throw a fist up, that means that that's like a that's like a like a hold, like a like a wash. You know. So that that's like usually at the end of a chorus going into a bridge like stronger, you know. So we we do that uh song stronger I was telling you about. 
um, or or even uh, the Forever Rain song that we were just talking about earlier. Um, so so you have that going into the bridge, you know, light of the world, forever rain, you're holding that out, and then you throw the fist and you go, boom. Okay, My let's, let's get an example here. Forever rain. That's a little off. So then it does a chorus again, and then after the chorus, it goes into the bridge, and they do a hold. So after this chorus, so we're jamming here. It's real big, lots of guitar. John, John, John. You have any si- sign for big? Usually, big is just like, <laughs> like that. That's just me, just like hit rocking. Come on! Got to rock out with your body to let so people know. The light of the world. Oh, they do another chorus. Yeah. That's right. We only do one chorus. And then they go, Light of the world. So I throw up a fist right here. Here's my fist. One, two, and then it washes on the A minor. So everyone knows. So like, the fist means a big dynamic change. Yeah, like, the, the the fist is like everyone holds that, that whatever that next beat is, whatever one is that chord is. In this case, it's A minor. You know, so everyone hits the A minor. Just they just hit and they, they just let it ring. That's our wash. We wash it. Okay. It's washed. Now it now now it makes sense. There we go. It's washed by the blood of A minor <laughs> of the lamb. Sorry, but I'm bum. Yeah, yeah. Um. And so then the cuts, yeah, if we're doing like a straight cut, like a pop, you know, I'll, I'll throw up whatever beat we're popping on. Um, mm-hmm. And So my parents, so my growing up, my parents would play piano and organ. Yeah. And so like if they were doing something where they're playing together, piano and organ were across the stage, so they weren't sitting next to each other so they couldn't talk. So like they would, they would do very simple signs basically to tell. So my dad would give mom signs to let her know what key they were going to. So it would like three fingers up was three sharps or three fingers down was three flats. Uh, I remember you saying that. Yeah. That's right. But that's like the extent uh, that I've really ever seen, other than from time to time, of some of a, a worship leader using hand signals in worship. Mm. I've hardly ever seen it, so I yeah. just don't know. Yeah, I, uh, um, I, yeah, I do it mostly for my drummer, um, but it's really great like it's helped me develop just a, a great relationship with my drummers and they can actually read me pretty well now mm-hmm. without the hand signs uh, just by like little looks i give them do you like have any like baseball cues where you like yeah you wiggle your, your, ear. Wiggle your ear touch your nose yeah. um no, no no yeah little dust dust slide slide <laughs> wiggle tap tap that no um but one of the yeah one of the things that i think is helped is um i think it gives my drummers a lot more confidence especially the young ones because then, you know, you're already, like, nervous playing in front of all these people, and you're a young drummer, and you're maybe new. And so, like, just knowing that, like, knowing that you can, like, watch me. And I'll say that. I'll say, just watch me, and I'll cue you. You know, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give you guys the cues. Just watch me. And, and, and it helps I do it. that with our drummers, but it's mainly just a look at them. like A look. Because yeah. they're behind me, so if I look at them, they know something's coming up. And okay. usually, I usually so if you turn a, if you turn your head, yeah. and they're like, "Oh, wait, something's coming up. What yeah. is it?" Okay, yeah. <laughs> got it. But um, I don't. know, I might have to invest in and in thinking about that about using more hand signals. Yeah. But see, I, the other thing, uh, we're moving more towards playing with loops, so we we don't have a whole uh, lot of flexibility. But in the loop, 
I actually have put a lot of cues. So like I, I've downloaded a loop from PraiseCharts.com. Right, and you actually like in the ears that you're telling, yeah. and so here I'll comes say, the chorus. Yeah, chorus, two, three, four, turn, two, three. So I'll say those things so they hear them right in their ears or yeah. like, you know, uh, you know, big chorus, bigger chorus, loud, quiet. The <laughs> loudest one ever. Yeah. Biggest part of the song or is here. Or like I'll... Uh, I'll put little funny things in there from time to time just to try and make them smile because so I, so I started doing this at Gateway because I watched some video of us and we never smiled while we were yeah. on the stage, right? Yeah. And so like, okay, so on Easter I got to do something to make him smile. So at the beginning of one of them I just put in this this me singing, Oh, happy day. <laughs> and it was just enough to get like a little tiny smile on their face as we started the song. There you go. So, um, so like so you can do those kinds of things, but you also have zero flexibility because you're locked none into that at all. Loop. Yeah, unless that, you're using be, something yeah. like Ableton, which I've never used, but I, you, I, I understand that you do have some flexibility with something like that. Where if you want to repeat the chorus, you can. How repeat with a it. loop? Yeah, because you like because you record your loops in sections or something like that. Oh, and so the like chorus section. Of yeah, or I think you can you can you can do that. I probably most people who use it don't most people probably play straight through like we do most of the time mm-hmm. but but i think you can if you use midi and you use you know their samples and their sounds then you can you can have a chorus section and a verse section and a turn section and a bridge section and all that stuff and so if you want to repeat something you can just you know hit the button and have a button pre-programmed for the chorus for that song and you can hit that button and it'll take you back to the chorus cool i'm not exactly sure how it all yeah, works that's but, crazy um but so in a lot of ways, you know, we're kind of in two different worlds where like, which I actually would love to get to that world where you are, where you, where you had some hand signals and you had some flexibility. And like, if the spirit's moving you this way, you can go. Yeah. There. I really like, I mean, I don't do it all the time. But I really like just being able to, mm-hmm. you know, just go back to a chorus or, or sing that verse again, you know? Um, so, so, and, and so I got a couple of really simple signs for that. Like if we do go back to a verse, I'll, I'll throw up like a C, you know? For the chorus. Uh, yeah, for C for chorus. Because you said if we go back to a verse, you'll throw up a C. Sorry, what did I say? <laughs> <laughs> like, Sorry, that uh-huh. doesn't make sense. Yeah, that, that's the way we do it at Laurelwood. It's if just, you're going back it's to the opposite verse, you day. Pat your yeah. head. <laughs> it's opposite day. <laughs> pat this right here. I'm like, ah! Um, no, sorry, chorus. If we're going back to a chorus, I'll throw the C up. Uh, if we're going back to a verse, I'll throw the V up, which unfortunately looks a lot like two. Um, so, you know, uh, you, you just have you to know that. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's two. That's first. <laughs> rock on. Um, so yeah, I will do little things like that. Um, How about bridge? Um, bridge. No, you know, <laughs> I, I've never, I've never needed a bridge sign. But I remember when I was at Crosh, it was Jason. Uh, he would do this for a bridge, kind of this, this, uh, he, this. Sorry, that one would be distracting. <laughs> yeah, which is why I don't do it. You're like over the bridge. It's like take your hand up and go. Uh, make a big arch. Yeah. And, and <laughs> <laughs> imagine you're jumping over a bridge. Yeah. yeah. Or or if uh um if we're going back to the turn or like the outro intro like um you know sometimes uh, not not very often cuz cuz that that doesn't need a lot of cues but I'll just like I'll just point to I'll just point to my forehead cuz we're at the top top of the song, you know. And if you're at the bottom of the song you point to your shoe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. like I can't <laughs> You're like no. stand. You're standing at the keyboard trying to lift yeah. up your shoe. No, the the biggest the biggest ones I use though is the fist, and then the the cut on two or the cut on yeah. four. So there was some choir. It was like like a gospel choir, and there was on one of their CDs 
where they would do where the worship leader would would throw out these two ands and then the choir would come in on the next measure and do some some kind of word or accent on that he'd be like two and and then like and then he would like the choir would come in jesus like but they would do it on like on the end of two okay or he'd he'd say four and one three and like so like every like he was just mixing it up and like so they just kept coming in whatever beat he would say i was like it's really impressive but entirely useless <laughs> not <laughs> like what do you need to do that not for except to purposeful. prove how great of a musician you are wow. and your choir is like like that i don't know what you would uh. do with that so real quick i just remembered another cue that i i do use a lot um and, and it's when i want the drummer to build because mm-hmm. uh, again like very you know if you come to laurelwood you'll hear a lot of you'll hear a lot of breakdowns you'll hear a lot of builds cause i love it like i love mm-hmm. that kind of stuff you know well, dynamics of, dynamics are usually a good thing yeah, yeah no it is uh again my my challenge is not being like predictable and having every song sound the same but i love like breaking down and then like building back up just snaring tom just you know um so so if if i want my drummer to build you know if they aren't building or whatever um you know like I'll look at them and and uh, I'll I'll give them a uh, how do I describe it? like like a come, come here me. yeah like like, a, yeah. like I'll just take my finger and and I'll, I'll point at them and just say come here you know give mm-hmm. them a little come on let's do it let's go this is the like the first time in the history of our podcast where I wish we were doing a video I podcast. know this is really hard to like explain <laughs> what I'm doing so yeah so I use that one a lot because again we we break down a lot so I throw my fist up because we're we're washing so mm-hmm. we got to wash. And, and then usually after like like we'll you know maybe we'll do one um, like that forever rain we'll do uh, we'll do one bridge where it's just all washed out you know just just keys total breakdown and then we'll start we'll start building that my heart will sing you know so I'm I'm pointing at my drummer I'm like come on let's go let's go so there's this thing there's this thing I got a long time ago which it's called the panic button and so you you're supposed to be able to step on it. And it so you have your one your one mic signal goes into it, and then you have two lines that come out of it. So when you step on it, then it diverts it from the main A out to a B out. And that goes just to their monitors. So yeah, so you could set that up to go. So I've tried it. I've never actually gotten it to work where it's, it usually has had distortion. Or if I like, if I want to use it, well, usually I'm the worship leader. <laughs> so like it's. So when am I going to stop and talk in the middle of a song? Now, it could be very useful if I, if someone else is leading worship, I'm like a background vocalist. Yeah. And, and I want to talk to the band. But then I'm not the one leading worship, so I don't know where the song, where the worship leader is going to uh, go, if he's going to go somewhere different. So then it's also not really... Before long, everyone's yeah. panicking. <laughs> <laughs> so I've, in theory, I think it's a really cool idea. But I've just never been able to be in a situation where it's actually been useful. Yeah. But being able to communicate with your band in a live setting is actually a good thing. So it is. That was a very uh, useful, helpful podcast. Yeah, random. We didn't plan yeah. on that. We were going to talk about something else. <laughs> that <laughs> was fun, though. Well, we got, a, we got Hand something signals. for later. Yeah. I should write a book. Hand Signals by yeah. Kevin. <laughs> so there you have it. Episode 109, Hand Signals. <laughs> I hope you call it that in the title <laughs> of the episode. Hand signals. Uh, yeah. Um, just, just for the record, just you know, in case anyone's still listening a- after all this, um, 
No, for the record, like, I don't want you to get this idea that I'm constantly throwing out hand signals that, like, every song is just filled with fists and fingers and points and this and go and down and up. And, I mean, really, it's it's just it's just a few key times, especially if I got a new drummer or it's a new song. But once we get a song worked out, like, we're pretty much rocking yeah, on it. Yeah. So. So, yeah. <laughs> just to set the record straight. But there could be times when when – like a revival breaks out and you need to be able to go. We got to go. Come on. Yeah. Hallelujah. So, um, come on. Anyway. So episode one Oh nine yep. in the can in worship the can. ministry catalyst.com. Send us an email to David worship ministry catalyst.com or <laughs> sorry. Him with a bottle of water in his bottle mouth. Bottle of water. Kevin at worship ministry catalyst.com. Facebook.com slash worship ministry catalyst or twitter.com slash WM catalyst. And you can leave us a voicemail. Call one three, six, zero, Eight one eight four three three nine. There you go. I just like saying that like a real DJ because <laughs> that's what this whole podcast is about. Is that right? We want to be DJs, right? Sure. No. 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 <laughs> Although I, there are times when I wish I was a DJ because I was like, I'm listening to the radio sometimes, and they they put two songs back to back that should never be played back to back, and like it's a really awkward rhythmic transition, and like. <laughs> Yeah, like, it I should would, be a requirement. I if, would think about that. Yeah, if you're if you're a DJ, you should learn a few things about music so mm. that you have to you can put together a good playlist for people. There you go. Anyway, okay. So, episode one hundred and nine in the can. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.